This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel Scum. Well, it ain't Brock and James today. This is the Outlander Club. I am James. Joining me on the Outlander Club is Phil Staniforth, our Patreon supporter. How are you doing? Oh, I'm very good, thanks. I'm very good. Excited to be here. It's been a while. It's, it's been a long time, hasn't it? It's been, it has. I feel like it's a shifting continent. Is what it, <laughs> literally a shifting literally. continent. And you are a yeah. continent away. Uh, and you are still, because so, this is airing late December, you're still celebrating England's second World Cup victory, which just happened at, in the middle of the month. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still crying into my cereal for the inevitable quarterfinal exit. It's coming, but you never know. By the time this airs, maybe you'll be uh, you'll be jumping up and down. Yeah, if we are, I mean, I will eat my hat or a hat. Someone's hat, Rooney's hair. Rooney's hair. hair. He's long gone, Rooney. (laughs) No, that you're going to grab his hair off him. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is the Atlantic Club. Where? We tell your well, we hear your Star Wars stories. So we're going to talk about your Star Wars story, how you got into it, uh, how you got out of it, how you got back into it, and uh, what you love and what not about Star Wars. So let's get right into it, Phil. Take me back. Do you remember the very first time you experienced the galaxy far, far away? I do. I I do remember. Well, the first the first time I remember seeing it, I. I'm pretty sure I would have seen it before well, at a very young age. But the first time I remember seeing it was uh, they used to show Star Wars on terrestrial television, um, like BBC or, or ITV, it would have been uh, probably around 1989. I would have been about oh. six or seven, 89 or 90. And we would have had it videotaped. Um, mm-hmm. With the adverts and everything, so there would have been. There would have been. I always remember actually that um, Return of the Jedi always had an advert after Ahan gets released from the Carbonite, and Chewie meets him in that sort of under in the cave, and yep. he sees him for the first time, and he can't see. Uh, I, re- I remember distinctly there being an advert right then, um, <laughs> and I do remember having to fast forward on the machine because there was no remote control just going up to the thing fast forwarding to us <laughs> so it was probably i'd say it was probably like late very late 80s early 90s i would have watched it um the reason for my love for star wars probably comes from my brother who is 10 years older than me so he was born in 73 so he would have seen um probably all of them in the cinema the first time round um episode 4 he would have been like five, I guess. So he would definitely would have seen Empire and, and, and Return of the Jedi in the cinema. And um, he was a massive fan, had all of the figures, um, like the original time, you know, the first time around they came, all of the original figures he had. He's still got a couple of them in the loft. Uh, he does 
he's got some kind of grudge against me because I uh, I think I buried a lot of them in the garden when I got them handed <laughs> down to me. Um, but so that was that was pretty much. I've always I can always remember in my life being Star Wars being in my life from from the very first memories I had. We used to watch it every Christmas, like episode um, four, five, and six, uh, pretty much nonstop all the time. But off video cassette, with, which was with yeah, the with, with the commercials and yeah, really odd commercials in there. Um, yeah. So but you think your first time. your first introduction was the toys? My first introduction would have been my brother watching the movies on video cassette and playing with his toys and he was probably in control of the yeah rebels and i had probably had to be some random stormtrooper who he'd destroy at some point yeah Red but i did I, I i yeah it was um it was the uh i can't remember what they're called actually it was like i remember having one that i always used to use it was like the purple it was like a dignitary a purple kind of dignitary um from return of the jedi maybe i can't remember um, but yeah, I, that, from growing up with the toys, with my brother's toys, and then getting into myself, and then I would have been sort of like, I don't know how old I'd have been, maybe 14, 15 when the sequels came out, I guess. 15, 16, maybe, nearly. Yeah, so what was uh, that sorry, like? Prequels. At, at prequels, yeah. And yeah. After, so the movies come out, you watch them all on, on your VHS tape, mm -hmm. for kids who don't know what that is, Google <laughs> it, and you did the tracking, and you had to yeah, go exactly. Which was I because I went. The, I didn't. We didn't watch it every Christmas, but we watched um, Christmas Vacation every Christmas with with uh, Chevy Chase. Yeah, and it was on the same tape as Return of the Jedi, <laughs> so yeah. I had to fast forward past Return of the Jedi to get to Christmas Vacation, and that was put on me. My dad would be like, "Go set it up," because you know, and I went to go do it. But every year I would I would fast forward and I would hit play too early, and I would get sucked into Return of the Jedi every Christmas. Yeah. Whether I was like diehard into Star Wars at the time or not, I always got sucked in because that movie is just amazing. Yeah. But but what happened in between that and the prequels now? Did you do uh, like the kind of like me where you went dark for that period of time? Or or were you reading the books into anything like that? Or, or I was not reading the books, really. I, I remember... The first time I remember when I was older, because it was always a thing in our house with Star Wars, was every Christmas, and my brother used to love it, so I used to watch it all the time. But the first time I really remember getting back into it, actually, they re-released them in the cinemas in England. Uh -huh. They did the well, uh, they did the um, special edition, uh, the special edition, right, where where you had like the song in Return of the Jedi, the one with the lips thing. You know, I like that's your it? that's your go-to obviously. Yeah, like and most people go with Jabba the Hutt or the Duster, and you're like, remember the song they the had? song with the lips and stuff. So they actually yes, re-released yes. re them all in the cinema. Yeah. So I did see them all again in the cinema, and then they re they released like um, I remember collecting a sticker albums and and stuff like that when they re-released them. Um, so I can't. I was probably. I'm not sure if I was like 11 or 12 or maybe even 13 when they really re-released those. So I did, did go and see those. And actually, they were the first kind of movies that I went to see with my friends rather than go with my parents to the cinema. I'd, I'd go with my friends to watch Star Wars because it's like, wow, Star Wars is in the cinema. You know, I've never seen it in the cinema before. I've only did, ever did seen you... it on like a TV, you know. Yeah. Did your brother or parents care to see it in the in the theaters my brother did but he would have been either? yeah he did but he would have been living away by that point so he would have been sort of in his mid-20s so he was actually living a different part of the country 
So that's it was why a time, I, yeah. So that's what I'm asking because he, he saw them originally. Now he's at yeah. that age where you know maybe he's too cool to like Star Wars. So I'm just no. curious. No, never too cool. He's I mean, plus you never, watch it. Every- my brother's never been too cool to watch it. He <laughs> still watches he, it now. Like we talk about awesome. the first thing we talk about is Star Wars. Like Star Wars. Yeah. And and you watch it every? Do you still watch it every Christmas? Is it still a tradition you've brought through with you? We do. We we pretty much we watch the the original trilogy. We'll watch. Yeah, we watch the original trilogy along with Home Alone, and um, <laughs> like other movies like baby's day out and things like that but uh, <laughs> generally generally home alone and then the star wars original trilogy oh, we'll watch every christmas trilogy. yeah because we'll all go back to my mum's house for christmas so, for do, you watch on, do you watch it on digital on dvd blu-ray or VHS? now we'll watch it on Digi- disney plus i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah disney plus yeah yeah, yeah. not even my mum's got a vhs anymore nah that's i yeah, just that watched it a, a little while ago, ago. My my in laws have a v- VCR and uh, yeah. they have the special editions on VHS widescreen. Yeah, I've got the silver one, which is the widescreen yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I've got that in the box. Wait, set. do they have the silver? Maybe they don't have the widescreen. Maybe it's the I can't remember. There's a, there's a gold we... one and a silver one. I think the silver one is like the widescreen edition. I can't remember. What, either way around. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I know what you're talking. About. It's fascinating that it, yeah. physical media is fascinating for Star Wars. Did you get into uh, Shadows of the the Empire? The one like the story because it was the story between Empire and Jedi, and it and it was Dash Rendar if you remember, and there was a book, a comic, a video game, and a soundtrack and action figures all at once. Uh, no, no. The what I remember originally, I read um, Splinter of the Mind's Eye. I read, yeah, um, and I also played a game called Wing Commander, which yes. Mark, Mark Hamill actually was on it. Like he's full of acting in it and everything, and like <laughs> in the cutscenes and things, and he's in that. And I played that. Um, and I what else did I see at that time? At that time, I was pr- I pr- I've got a few old comics, like the older comics, um, from the original sort of series that I, my brother handed down to me, like the, from the seventies and the in the early eighties. Um, but not really. No, I, I played Wing Commander, and I um, yeah, Splinter of the Minds I read and. Um, a couple of those other ones there was was it air, air to the empire or something like that was it did you say was it shadows the of the empire oh should, yeah i can't remember the one i read there was air to the empire was the thrawn books yeah the... there was one called, wasn't there one called air to the empire or something yeah air with grand admiral thrawn yeah was that i can't remember yeah i i did read a couple of those yeah but um it was a long time ago and um yeah and... Moved on. I can't really remember <laughs> most. I can't remember. Yeah, there was. I know. I remember there was one that was like it had Han Solo was in it. Um. Yeah, I I, I can't remember the name of it to be honest, but yeah, I did read. There a were of a lot. It, it was. There it went dark for a little period before the yeah. before the prequels came out, like where I was into girls and yeah <laughs> and football and things <laughs> was that before the special edition that was, was that in between the special editions and the prequel kind of in between right so like when i was yeah maybe 14 15 at school and and it kind of went dark for a bit and then yeah the prequels came out and then i was pretty much straight back into that so what what got you into the prequels aside from obviously it's star wars was back in the theater was it that trailer for the Phantom Menace? Did you watch that on QuickTime when it came out 30, 20, whatever years ago? Or did you see uh, it on television? How did that work? N- no. Well, I would have seen the trailer in the cinema because I, I was I was always kind of an avid cinema goer even then. 
Um, so I saw that I remember going to a movie. I don't even know what it was now, but I went. I remember going to a movie because the Star Wars trailer was actually. People were told the Star Wars trailer is is showing before this movie. So I remember going to a movie. No idea what that movie was. Um, and also back back then there was a video music channel called like I think it was called a Box or something like that, or and it had the Phantom Menace, the um, Jewel of the Fate song. And you had to oh, really? you had to ring up and re- request the video, you know those kind of things. And um, I remember it's the glory the, like, days. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember ringing up and pressing. You have to like press the number, and then it sort of plays the video for Jewel of the Fates, and it was like a music video. And I remember watching that over and over and over again, like on on those sort of MTV. It was like MTV, but like a real. Like a poor man's MTV. <laughs> yeah, we had some of that here. Yeah, so, like yeah. You, you have to ring up and request songs and stuff. Yeah, so I remember that 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 song really. I was so excited because it was almost like a trailer because it had the footage from you the did. movie, and Darth we, Maul was like really in that trailer quite a lot, you know. More than the movie. <laughs> more than the movie. Yeah. So I, I do remember watching that. Yeah. Okay, so so your blood's boiling. You're pumped up. You're ready to go watch Phantom Menace. You get your ticket. Do you see it opening night? I would have seen that. I probably would have. I was probably 15 or 16, 15, I think. So I don't think I saw it opening night. I would have seen it the first weekend because I would have probably had to have got the bus to uh, the next town over that's got a cinema because the town I grew up in actually doesn't have a cinema. So um, I would have gone with my friends on the weekend, opening weekend, and seen it. I think I remember, I think I went during the daytime. It was it was an early showing, like yeah. two p.m. or something. I would have gone with my friends, had a McDonald's, and gone to watch that. Yeah, and blown away really with that. You're bl- so you were blown away. Like did Jar Jar yeah. set you off? Like anything like that, or were you just all? I can't remember thinking too much about Jar Jar Binks until I was older. Um, it was I was so excited about Darth Maul and 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 Obi Wan Kenobi at the time. Um, that I wasn't like the, the the two things that I never remember from that were the trade dispute at the beginning. I was kind of like, <laughs> I did. I was just, I was probably just looking at the screen, going, "Wow, Star Wars is back," you know. So I don't remember that, and I don't remember Jar Jar really. I was kind of just like, "Wow, Darth Maul's going to be in this soon," and Obi Wan Kenobi hacking people up with lightsabers and stuff. Yeah, so I was, I was, I loved it. I actually. I really, really enjoyed it. I remember seeing the first one, just really, really enjoying it. Yeah, so I think I probably saw it two or three times in the cinema. And if I pull up, we do ranking Star Wars every January first. Yeah. On this, and if I pull up your list, it's right there. The number one on your list is the Phantom Menace, right there, number one. Phantom My list. <laughs> I, it's probably it's probably top. It's actually, of the, is it top of the prequels? Yes. I won't say where it is because I do like these lists to be anonymous. Yeah, it's probably top of the the prequel. I will say your your Phantom Menace is 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 uh, it's high. It's got a lot of good memories. Yeah, which I appreciate because it's high on my list as well. Yeah, it's got a lot of good memories for me. Not just from it's just from the time I think as well, from being like still at school. You know, that was probably my last year at at high school. Like, you know, so yeah, good memories that that one. Loved it was it. so much fun. I still watch it. Yeah. It's, it's probably the one I watched the most out of the prequels. Out of the uh, prequels, yeah. Yeah, I. it's still one of my... It's Yeah, mm. I just... I love that movie. But did... So was your excitement still there for the three years that followed to get the Attack of the Clones? Or did it... Did it <laughs> um, at all? 
it it did it waned a little bit because I was then coming to sort of eighteen, and uh, pubs <laughs> pubs were calling <laughs> and and going out with my friends and stuff. So I think yeah, I mean I, I would have seen them all in the cinema. That's oh, goes yeah. without question. We'll there, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, it def- there was definitely a period. I think probably between the years of eighteen and sort of 25 i guess it, it it did take a bit of a back seat if i'm honest really um yeah well so you say do you remember seeing attack of the clones in the theater do you know how soon into the release you saw it and did you hate i it? would have seen the opening weekend i've seen yeah, all of them on the opening yeah. weekend but um i don't actually remember where i saw it if i'm do honest you remember how you felt afterwards attack of the clones no yeah no. no, Attack of the Clones is almost like I don't remember anything <laughs> about watching it in cinema. Revenge of the Sith, I remember. Revenge of the Sith, I saw in um, yeah, in a, in a big Odeon cinema in Brighton, uh-huh. which is one of the big ones. So I remember seeing that. But Attack of the Clones, I I can't couldn't tell you where I was. If I'm that's kind of that's kind of interesting because that's yeah. the movie that I think most. I mean, Andrew Fantasia, absolutely, it's mm. his favorite prequel. I actually, I, I really like Attack of the Clones. Yeah. But I vividly remember my first time watching it because I was very disappointed in my first time watching it. It took me two viewings to like to to love it. it really quick. The second viewing, I liked it. But it's the movie that a lot of it's it's the last Jedi of uh, the previous. Yeah, it's but it's like of. like almost unanimously, it's been on the bottom of everybody's list. Yeah, it's not now, the bottom of mine. No, it's not. And and but it's no, probably a lot near of, near quite near to the bottom one. It's yeah. It, it so in the past. Yeah. So when we started this, it was almost everybody's bottom except for mine yeah. and Andrew Fantasia's. And then as time has gone on, as the prequel kids have, have been joining us in the list, it's it's risen above bottom. But yeah. it's always in like the bottom five. Yeah, three yeah. or five or so. Not for me or Andrew, but like, but it is. It's very low, and that's why I'm. I was just wondering if you remember your experience because. That's the one that just everybody seems to just pile Forget. on. I think I, I think it was just quite forgettable for me. Like, it sounds awful, but like it was, it, it probably, if I was 16 and watched it, it probably would have been a lot better. Yeah. But because yeah. I was probably 18, 19, I was maybe, mm. you know, more focused on other, th- other things. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was probably just, it might have even been a little bit, it was, because you have the stuff for the, you know, the, for the kids that's in it, and you have stuff for the grown-ups that's in it, and I was probably in between that, and I was probably thinking, oh, a love story, you know, oh, I don't want this nonsense. I've got my own life to think about, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think I was. I think that was my feeling too. Was the love yeah. stuff kind of? Yeah, it was a little bit a wrong age for me, I guess. Yeah, I think, and and yeah, and I've talked about it a bunch of times for myself, but that's so. Three years have to go by now for you to get to another Star Wars movie, which you remember. Yeah, for sure. You're, you're all you're getting into pubs now. You're getting into girls. Things are happening. Your life. You're getting older. You still like Star Wars? Are you as excited when Revenge of the Sith is coming around? Uh, I was really excited for essentially one re- one reason, which was because I knew at some point Darth Vader is going to come as Darth Vader. Uh, and at the you know at the climax of the movie, no spoilers or anything, but I'm sure you've probably seen it. Um, but I, <laughs> no, I was I super one. excited to see yeah. my my. I always remember thinking, I wonder what Darth Vader is going to be like. Like, are they get? Is it going to be look similar? 
because the movies don't look the same, right? <clears throat> is it going to look similar? Is it going to feel the same as my Darth Vader, which was the you know original trilogy Darth Vader? And um, I just remember thinking, I wonder how they're going to do that transition between man and machine, essentially. Because um, we didn't know about the fight in... Um, Mustafa. Mustafa, yeah, yeah. So we, it was, we didn't know how it was going to happen, right? So it was interesting to see how this boy would suddenly become this machine kind of monster. So I was really excited about that. I loved it. I think I thought they did it really well. I mean, it was a fantastic movie for me. Yeah, I think they. I think that was one of the things that they really executed well. That there's yeah. a, there's a, actually quite a bit in the when you look at the prequels and you break it down. I think a lot of it is executed very well. I just and some of it is not. And I think that's the part that we cling to. Even with the sequels, we cling to the stuff that doesn't work more than the stuff that does work. And I think the prequels have aged quite well. Like maybe not graphically with some of the yes battle scenes and stuff, but I think they've the stories actually aged pretty well. I think, and I think that's a testament to George Lucas's vision yeah. and his idea. Because because we went in, you and I, obviously, we went in with the same idea. This is going to be how Darth Vader becomes yeah. Darth Vader. Yeah, but it's not. It's about the Empire, right? It's, it's yeah, more yeah, about yeah. the Empire. It's, it's more Darth about like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I, and I think that's why it holds up so well, right? Because it's it's about more than just one little thing. It, there's so much going on, and it was very well thought out. I thought it was actually quite a you know really especially quite a polished film the, the the you know um revenge of the sith i thought was was really well done i enjoyed all of it yeah i thought it was great it's i think it's a phenomenal movie it is it's probably the it's the probably the best sequel if you're going to argue them or prequel but it's not my favorite because Phantom Menace will yeah. always... <laughs> I, I mean, one, but... And like, as much as like, it's weird to say, I quite like seeing really young Darth Vader, like yeah. Jake <laughs> Floyd or whatever. Like, it was really weird to see like, oh my God, this guy is going to be like... He's going to be the bad guy. The monster of the entire yeah. universe, you know, galaxy. See, I kind of thought the second movie would have... Or not the second movie. I always thought that in like Attack of the Clones vader should have existed in the shadows and and the jedi should have known about like a jedi killer called darth vader out there but no one knows that it's anakin he's kind of double double side. oh so like he's he's uh, a double agent or something yeah and then in the third yeah. one it's like oh what going on um but i i i i really enjoyed Ren's the Sith is one that grows on me every time I watch it. I'm yeah. Like, this, it gets better and better. And I just, like you say, I think the prequels really have aged quite well. Mm. And Palpatine was unbelievable in, in those movies. In the, in the, his, his portrayal of, of Palpatine. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Ian, McDermott. Ian, Ian McDermott. Yeah. Was just incredible. I thought he like played it so well. That's why so I kind of well. want to, I want to see him on Andor. Yeah. Like, but not as not as like a Sith, but as a as, Chancellor. Yeah, as yeah. that guy back. And yeah, just like he's just so creepy, he... but so sort yeah. of. Yeah, I thought he was played I, it unbelievable, he's unbelievable. So good, he's so yeah, good. so good. And I know people that didn't even believe that he was the Emperor after the Phantom Menace. They're like, no, it's a different guy. It's like, no, it's yeah, the yeah. Same I wasn't sure. I wasn't yeah, sure. That's awesome. Because yeah. I would have been like 15, 16. I was thinking, well, he kind of like 
I was always thinking like, well, he kind of looks a little bit, you know, like the emperor, but yeah. and he's mean, you know, and he looks creepy, and you know, he's kind of a bit uh, dubious. But, but I don't so think I actually clicked really until you know, till the final movie. That he's so genuine in the Phantom yeah. Menace, but there is there's a dissolve, like a wipe, and it comes up like this, and while the wipe or it comes down, whatever, while it's going though, his facial expression goes from cheer to like kind of like creepy just like that it cuts yeah. away it's one of the yeah. great transitions of the prequels that gets overlooked by a lot of yeah a lot of people and, it's and you've got the opera scene the space opera <sighs> which i think is fantastic even i watch that now and like this is so good like the storytelling is is it just it feels great when you watch it i'm just like oh yeah like you're explaining these things and it's it just works quite well and and you get to see more of the relationship with Anakin yeah. and Palpatine, and like how they trust each other, and how yeah. he's being, and how, and then when you watch it again, or if you know the first time, you're like, oh, he's manipulating Anakin. Yeah, it's, yeah. It is. It's one of the best scenes, and probably in Star Wars, the movies as a whole. I think it's great. Yeah. So now you've seen Revenge of the Sith. You're full on pub and woman <laughs> mode. You've graduated. <laughs> You've graduated school, you're done, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Your life goes on. No more Star Wars. George Lucas says, come on. No more Star Wars. What what before we get to the Disney side of Star Wars? Yeah. After Revenge of the Sith, where were you at? Was were you done with Star Wars? And when I say done with Star Wars, I don't mean like I mean like you're just gonna go back, you're content with what you've got. Or were you looking for more? Were you getting into video games? Did Clone Wars come to you at all? Like how did you how did you react to Star Wars after Revenge of the Sith? Um, honestly, I thought that was going to be it because I thought George Lucas is never going to give this up. Like he's never going to give it to somebody else. I didn't think that would ever happen. I thought, oh, he's going to you know live and he's going to retire and he's going to go off into the sunset and that's all I guess all the Star Wars we're going to get. And I was pretty happy with that to be honest. I was like, well, if that's how it's going to be, like I've I've enjoy enjoyed the ride as it were yeah um uh i did I, I at that point i was probably uh starting to collect some stuff um oh. yeah i was probably starting to collect not not so much collect but get the old stuff out of the loft because i actually got quite a lot of prequel stuff when it was coming out um but not necessarily the figures but more like the random like i've got a watch somewhere which is like i'd saved up on cereal boxes to get this like phantom menace watch which i've still got really? uh, you know things like that so i was getting those kind of things out of the loft and putting them into on display and stuff so i was, I was actually getting into collecting a few things uh but not too heavily not too too much um i i honestly thought I, we wouldn't see any more star wars if, I, if i'm honest um but i didn't feel bad about it or anything i just thought you know that's going to be it and you know i'll continue watching those six movies forever i guess um yeah it's just still as a big as you know still did the same christmas stuff and watched it every christmas with my brother and my family and stuff and um it never did really went ever, away but did you ever consider adding like a prequel here or there or is it just strictly original trilogy um no we watched it uh my brother was a massive fan of the prequel so i did watch them but like it was kind of we always went back to 
watching the original trilogies at Christmas. There's a comfort in them, yeah. There's a comfort in them. There's a familiarity about them and like um, yeah, we'd watch them together. You know, occasionally like we'd watch Phantom Menace or or, you know, something like that. Um, But I'd never ever thought we'd get any more Star Wars. Uh, so I, and I was quite content with that. I was I was kind of like, well, that's what it is. We've got six movies. I thought we'd only have three. Now we've got six, so I can watch those. You know, we were definitely on the same page because I was yeah. we were done, and I was like, no, nah, we're good. I yeah. Feel like, yeah, I wasn't too disappointed, do? really. Yeah, I mean, and I'm with you because now we're going to get to the Disney side of things. Mm-hmm. When the news broke, I texted Brock and my dad right away. I was like, this is the this is ama- I thought it was amazing news when it was announced that Disney had purchased Lucasfilm and I was going off of Disney's track record with the MCU at that point I think yeah. they were just up to like the first Avengers movie if they were that far but things were looking good they were doing a good job with what they had done with Marvel so I saw this as I mean I think I would have seen it as a positive no matter what but it, but here, so I want to get to you, your thoughts on Lucasfilm has been purchased by Disney and right away they're like oh and we're making three movies we're doing episodes seven eight and nine do you remember where you were, what you were doing, and your initial reaction to all of those? Uh, I I remember my brother texting me, being like, um, we're going to get more Star Wars. And I was kind of like, what do you mean? He was like, oh, well, Disney's um, Disney have bought, bought Star Wars from George Lucas, and we're gonna, they're going to make another, another trilogy. And initially, I thought, oh, right, so what they're going to do is they're going to fund George Lucas to make the final trilogy. Um, that's what I thought would happen because I thought, well, he's not going to let them just just buy everything. I thought that he would have some kind of input into that. Um, and then he didn't, but which is, you know, like, it's, you know, it wasn't really a good or bad thing for me. I just thought, oh, great, you know, we're going to get more Star Wars. Uh, initially, I was a bit kind of like, oh, Disney, like, what they, you know, are we going to get mm-hmm. loads and loads of overkill? Uh, you know they tried they did try yeah <laughs> and they, yeah they've tried their best but i i did think i was a little bit like oh you know is it is it going to be almost made cartoonish mm-hmm. um but you know i mean they're going to give us three more star wars movies so i was pretty happy to be honest yeah it's hard to argue right it's yeah so <laughs> well, you okay, can complain. I'll, I'll take three more star wars movies seeing as i haven't had one for 15 years or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. So leading up to the force, did you, did that reignite your love? Did you go back? Did you collect more cereal boxes to get any more watches of anything? I didn't. Like, no, I didn't. I, I was waiting. I, I was, I was definitely waiting to see what the first one would be like. I think um, I was a little bit anxious. Yeah. I guess I was kind of like, mm, cause once I knew that George Lucas wasn't doing it, I was kind of like, Oh, so they're literally getting rid of, the old guard and bringing in the new, you know, yeah. bringing in the new essentially. Um, so it was a little bit anxious. I didn't really, I didn't buy any of the fan uh, of the um, Force Awakens merchandise. I don't think before, not too much. No, um, but obviously watched the trailers and, and got super excited about it. And once I saw the first trailer, I was like, okay, this this looks this looks all right. Yeah. Do you remember the te- do you remember that teaser trailer? Uh, yeah, I remember watching this. With- Finn's face coming I remember, up. And then... I remember the one that sort of it's got the sort of almost makes you jump, you know, when when he sort of moves up and it's yeah, yeah. 
in the de- in the desert when he's found there's the ex been, uh, found the tie fighter, right? Yeah, there's been an awakening with that. There's been an awakening, line. yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of the best teaser trailers for anything, I think. Like it was like it was Star Wars. It felt like everything Star Wars. Yeah. And then you get the chewy we're home bit, which was good. Yeah, chewy we're home. Mm. Did so? Did you? I mean, I know you went to go see this opening weekend. Did you see it opening night? Did you see it like a, I a saw it the morning, the next morning. My my brother went the first showing, which was like a midnight showing or something. I went yeah, yeah. with because he went to that one, and then went home to sleep and got up in the morning and picked me up and we we saw the oh first God. one the next morning. So he's he's it was his second showing. Like yeah, we wow. went to like an independent cinema in Brighton, this town quite near me and we went to like an independent cinema it was uh it was lovely really nice you know very relaxed atmosphere like an old style cinema and watched it and um yeah really really nice not the biggest screen but like it felt like you were going to the cinema you know star wars yeah i have to ask you because here getting tickets for that movie was a nightmare i was at an event that night so i the trailer came out. I had to wait like hours to watch. I PVR'd the. It was on, so it was on Monday Night Football, American yeah. football. It was during that. How did the? I'm not because I have no idea how you would have watched that trailer the first time. Was do you remember? Was it on TV? Like how did they the drop? Because here it's on ESPN, right? So we get it right away. But you're on. No, nah, we wouldn't have. We wouldn't have got it. I wouldn't have seen the trailer. I probably watched the trailer on the internet. I guess. That would have been um, the but first. But like because ours was. I was connected with buying tickets. So it was like the trailer dropped and then tickets were on sale right after. Do you remember how that worked for you? Oh, yeah. Where where, where, where we live, like, um, yeah, it wasn't really a struggle for us to get tickets for that. <laughs> like, my, 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 my brother's a bit of a, I don't know what the word is, but like, cinemaholic kind of like cine- cinephile? I want to say cinephile but that sounds really dodgy I but like he I think that's the word is that the word <laughs> yeah maybe. yeah but like um so he's a member of this independent cinema oh, okay so he they do all all kinds of movies all the time it's like an art house cinema kind of thing and um if you remember like you get first refusal and and so he actually booked tickets it was probably a couple of months in advance but he mm-hmm. he did the tickets for the uh midnight showing and then he also got tickets for the two of us to go because he went on his own at midnight and then came and got me and we went for the first showing in the morning. Yeah, so he would have done it probably a couple of months in advance. So would you say he's a bigger Star Wars fan than you? I would. <laughs> uh, he's got 10 years on you. but Yeah, I would say so. I would say he's he's pretty, yeah, I'd say so. He's, yeah. A very, that's very why, good that's why I, was going I, I don't know whether like he would know as much. He, he, if you talk to him about the original trilogy, he would know. He's kind of like mm-hmm. on well, a different level. Yeah. Well, on a different level to me, like. But the actual entire Star Wars lore, I probably would, would know a little bit more about. I guess. But that's that's fascinating too because it's. it's Star Wars fans are so weird where a lot of us take ownership in Star Wars, right? It's like, yeah. oh, Star Wars is well, well, do you forget that in this episode of Clone yeah. Wars and in this novel? Yeah. But like a fan, a fan doesn't have to be obsessed. A fan could just watch it every Christmas and can be excited yeah. for every movie to come out and yeah. can be excited and see the movie multiple times without the obsession of the lore and everything. And and I think I think a lot of people struggle to a lot of I, fans struggle to yeah, I I, I I actually struggle to watch the animated Star Wars. 
I don't like think a, lot, a lot of it. Like even Rebels, I, I I watched it and I kind of got into it, but I don't have the affinity with the animated stuff that I do with. I I, I can't I can't sort of get that love for the animated stuff that I do for the movies. I just can't. And like I've... I don't know whether that's because I didn't see it when they came out and I'm watching it like you know it's a different medium. I think it's a fair comment, and I think yeah. I think it's fair to feel that way. I think it's fair to feel like they coexist together. I think. I just, I think it's subjective, right? And I just, but I do. Yeah, think I just, anim- I, yeah. I always say animation is not for everybody, and if you make something animated, you're not going to get like if Andor was a cartoon, which is what Rebels, it's not going to, it's not going to get the same viewership. No. It's not going to be the same. Yeah. And, and I, I thought Rebels was a fantastic show. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, I, I have watched it. I have watched most of it and and Clone Wars and stuff, but like. I kind of watch it because I want to know what's yeah, going on in other areas, but I don't watch it because I love it. Which I do with, you know, the the movies and the TV shows now. Actually, so speaking of love, did you love the Force Awakens? I did. I loved the Force Awakens when it came out. I I saw it. I think the Force Awakens is probably the movie I've seen most in the cinema. I I, I might have seen it five or six times. I think in the cinema, Force Awakens. Yeah, me too. I think I yeah. saw it six. We yeah. Brock and I made it a goal to see. We want the way it used to. I don't know if it still does, but if you saw a movie ten, if you went to the movies ten times, you got a free ticket. No, oh, yeah. we, we made a joke like we should see it ten times and then go eleventh time for free. Yeah, as a joke. That's I, a lot, he, though. Yeah, no, we. I didn't make it. I think yeah. I did five or six, and I remember. I remember Brock saw it more. Rob saw it, I think, the most. But I remember going on New Year's Eve in the morning, on New Year's Eve with Brock, uh, my brother-in-law. Uh, I think Rob was there, and we went New Year's Eve in the middle. Of the day. My brother-in-law had never seen it, and I was seeing it for like the fifth or sixth time. And Brock was seeing it for the eighth. I remember just in the theater, like, okay, I've seen it enough times to yeah, like never yeah. go again. It was just yeah. it definitely lost its all of its luster on me on yeah. that one. And no, uh, I did, I did love it though. I, I really enjoyed it, and like, it was almost kind of. It's difficult because I, I don't. To me, at the time, it was like it's Star Wars, but like it's completely different mm-hmm. because it's not George Lucas. But at the same time, there's still elements running through it that are the same, you know. And and uh, actually, like seeing like there's a lot of things I would have liked to have happened that didn't happen. Um, and having watched, have you seen the thing about Mark Hamill when he he talks? And he gives hints about what he thought should have happened in the movie. And I was like, oh my God, if that had happened, I'd have died in the cinema. <laughs> like stuff like that. You know, when 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 the ground, you know, at the end, because he wasn't yeah, obviously yeah, in yeah. it until the last. And he said, Well, you know, when when the ground's shaking at the end in the battle and the lightsaber flies over Ray's head and goes into Finn's hand. Is that right? Yeah. And he said, if that was me, I should have been the one to get the lightsaber and like save the day. I would have been like, that was amazing. But like, well, I think I going into it, a lot of us, yeah. a lot of us suspected that was going to happen going yeah. into the movie. And then when yeah. you watch the movie, you're like, oh, it's not going to happen. No, it's not. I, I, I'm not going to get into my thoughts. Was, on things I, I think he was quite probably a little bit miffed about that, which is, is what you get. Yeah, and uh, I think he got screwed a little. But I, I yeah. for me, The Force Awakens was I was so excited to see in the theater. Yeah. And I had a smile on my face the whole time. But when I left, I, I always say this. I compare it to a donut. I love donuts. Look at me. Yeah. 
but they're just empty calories. They're delicious, but they're empty. Yeah. And that's what I get from the Force Awakens. It doesn't really yeah. do anything. It's kind of like, yeah, wh- why are you here? You yeah. take like you're. It's fantastic. It's so much fun and everything, yeah. and the characters are great. But it's 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 for me, it just was empty. Like I never got on board. Like I had, I think I had a smiling face until Ray did the 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 force. She used the force mind trick. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, but why does she even know that that's a thing? Yeah. Like, that's my thing. Yeah, like, there, I don't there, care. There were a lot of things in it. I was like, mm, yeah, like, you could, like, and it's like, oh, this is written yeah. by a fan. And that's, yeah. that's how I feel about Luke Skywalker through all of them. I'm like, they over, yeah. to me, Luke Skywalker wasn't a hero. He was a hero, but he was a silent hero that no one knew about. And now they yeah. made him to be this big myth. And I'm like, that's not, yeah. but I'm, but I'm thinking the shows are going to, anyway, whatever. I don't want to get into yeah, I mean, I, when when I heard Mark Hamill say like at the end, I'd never thought about it before. And when he yeah. said, "Oh, when you know when the when the snow shakes and the lightsaber flicks out of the snow and it goes trying through it," I thought, and he said that could have been me holding it. I was like, "Oh my god, yes, it could have been." But at the same time, like you know, it is what it is. Like it's just, and then that's the that's the thing. Too, though, I'm not too disappointed about it, you know. And what you're saying too is, if it is him, then the trajectory. Yeah, <laughs> like the whole story. thing has to be about him. Every- then. That one, the next one, the next one. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. whether you like the next two, we're going to get into them. Yeah. Whether you like the next two or not, it changes the course of everything and it changes whatever they had planned in that movie. Mm. So, And it you, also you, downgrades Ray and yes, Finn because it's like, well, you're kind of like, don't do anything. Which is what happens, what happens, <laughs> what happens to Finn anyway. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I thought he was going to like, my initial thoughts when I first went to see the movie was that Finn was going to be the Jedi. Like he well, was yeah, they, be... they tease it like that. Yeah, see, yeah, I thought like Finn, was... when I went into it, I thought uh, Ray was. This is before, and this was just based on the trailers. Ray was Luke, Finn was Han, and Poe was Leia, and that was kind. Of, I was like, "That's those are our substitutes for those characters." Yeah, and I was okay with that. And then I, I don't know. Then adding Finn being force sensitive and Rise of Skywalker's like. For, yeah, for like just yeah. kind of like for, for what? Well, there's there's a lot of things that are odd about the, the, the movies, but like, but I don't really want to just you know like. But you also them, but... said the prequels have aged well, so maybe they have. Like, we yeah, have to, we not. haven't lived with these ones long enough. No, I don't think because no. I will be honest when when Rise of Skywalker is on TV or Force Awakens on TV, the odd time I'm watching TV and they're on, I will watch them. I will sit yeah. there and watch them, and I will enjoy them. And so you can't take that away. Uh, but I didn't mention Last Jedi in that because mm. I want to talk to you about the Last <laughs> the Last Jedi. Now I I I uh, I remember it's watching not my favorite. Movie. No, it's not. I remember watching this movie in the theater and um, I liked it. I did like it. I think I gave it an eight out of ten. Don't don't hate me and people who okay. like it more than that. But the my problem with my biggest problem with this movie, Phil, is is it's it, you can't talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> because you're no, you you're mean, wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you're wrong. No matter who you say something to, yeah. you're wrong, right? If you like yeah. it, no, it's terrible. If you like it, it, or if you don't like it, no, it's the best. But you can't talk about it, so it's tough. But I saw it, and I, I got to be honest with you. When the movie ended, now I saw it in this stupid fan event, which was really stupid. It cost forty dollars a ticket, Canadian, mm. which is like a pound. But it was like <laughs> it was forty dollars yeah. a ticket, and they gave us like these stupid cards and popcorn, and they let us watch a four-minute documentary on John. Lennon. It was it was a way it was a ripoff, and yeah. then the movie comes and ends, and I've never been in a theater at the end of a movie as quiet as I was for the Last Jedi. I yeah. could not read the room whatsoever, and I gotta know what your thoughts of 
were your thoughts were of, of the last or the first time you saw it if you can rec- just the, if you can remember I the first remember, time not now yeah. but the first time yeah i do remember the first the first time i kind of walked out of the movie thinking luke skywalker's dead <laughs> <laughs> like um i was a bit kind of like wow they've 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 done something you know out of the box a little bit you know which is fine um but i did feel like i'd felt disappointed that that's how it ended for him i think i would to be honest i think i would have felt disappointed at any point where he would have died but i'd have liked to have him to have had a more of a heroic heroic death like almost qui-gon jinn dying or ben kenobi dying you know sacrificing himself properly <laughs> not not as a hologram but, but you know like i i kind of I, I was a little bit disappointed with the way that ended um i think visually it was an it was a stunning movie yeah. there's no you can't really take away from from the visuals of the movie uh but the luke skywalker wasn't my biggest gripe uh like i mean that people were actively laughing in the cinema when leia was flying yeah. um that's a tough which, sell it's a tough it, it's, it's really kind of a little bit people were la- like literally people burst into laughter in the cinema and just kind of went you heard sort of like sighs and oh no's and all that kind of stuff um yeah, it was just it was just a weird movie for me. It was just it just didn't really feel that right to me. But um, you know, it is what it is. Like, it's the movie now. You know, it's there and like you know. I have don't... you watched it since? I've watched it. Yeah, yeah, I've watched it a few times. I've watched Has it. Your I have changed a lot. Not really. <laughs> no. Um, I have watched it, and there's bits about it I enjoy. There are bits about it I enjoy. I think visually, it's a stunning movie. Um, I actually really like. Although the storyline around Canto Bight is bizarre, that you know they go yeah. there oh, yeah, for yeah, almost yeah. no reason, and They're ultimately you know, it's pointless. Yeah, yeah, it's completely pointless. But I actually like Canto Bight as a planet. I it's thought cool, it was a great yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, it was a great idea. Yeah. You know, Canto Bight as this kind of like getaway for mega rich people yeah. that have no idea what the Empire do and don't care what they do and just take the money. Like I kind of like that idea. But the, but the way it was executed was just bizarre to me. That, you know, the, it was a little bit, you know, odd. Yeah, I found um, the movie had a lot of execution problems for me, yeah. too. That's like the the Luke being crazy at the beginning and then yeah. the big giant Muppet fish. And the flow. Never, f- yeah. <laughs> the milk. It. Yeah, the, the, the there were some choices. Yeah. The throwing and the, of the lightsaber. It's like that is not really what would have happened. Like, and then like, I mean, my, the throwing of the lightsaber yeah. wouldn't have been a problem if we didn't wait two years for that. And do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like yeah. if it would have happened in The Force Awakens, we would have like, oh, what's happening? But yeah. we waited two years and it's like, why are you just. And, it, and, and if it had been an ang- if it had been an angry throw. Yeah. If he'd, have, if he'd have got it and just been angry and just thrown it off the cliff but it was like a comical throw and yeah. i was like and the music swells in the but yeah for me, for me the movie works when it doesn't try humor because the humor for me falls yeah. flat in that movie and like like the uh the iron thing yeah like, heidi it, loves that one yeah she, she likes it yeah well that's from from an old star wars parody show or something so she oh, okay got, oh, there's okay. a reference that yeah 
but yeah anyway well but it's a i don't want to hate i don't want to hate on it because no because i think it is is just a movie like at the end i think for some reason those things just kind of stick out too much because around it is actually a lot of great stuff yeah and uh and it, it is i would say the best looking of the sequels oh, Force Awakens is a nice looking movie though I think people forget that it it's is, actually yeah. a nice looking it's a nice looking the, the opening I, I actually quite enjoyed the opening sort of like 10-15 minutes with um I don't know what the name is but the page hey. hey, is, is Rose's yeah. sister right is yeah that Rose's yeah. sister great scene yeah I mean like if you take away the scientific things about things floating with it, but I'm not bothered about that because it's Star Wars right but because it's like <laughs> yeah exactly but like it's it's actually really it looks really nice and like it's got a good feel to it and, and she lost her sister and I like that idea but I don't think they used Rose very well I think it was almost a comedy character um yeah but it, that's why it's last on my list and if people don't like that it's fine <laughs> well it might it may be last on my list <laughs> it's anyway it's a, it's yeah. a fun it it. The problem is the good outweighs the bad, but the bad just st- it, it's, it sticks it's quite out like bad. A stuff. Yeah, it because because the, the rest is so good, it's like the yeah. stuff you're like, why? Just did you yeah. not have an editor working on this? Sometimes yeah. is my thoughts. Yeah. Now, so you absolutely hated the Last Jedi, and it turned you into a YouTuber who monetizes hatred, and now you're rich off of it. But you what you now yeah. are going into is that guy still going? What's his name? Which um, one? <laughs> the one that's got the dartboard in the background um oh yeah um that's zero zero yes it is. Yeah, i don't know zero. i haven't i think he is i don't know but he was a i stopped watching about two years he, ago he was doing like what seven videos an hour oh my god he's just like <laughs> fair play though fair play to him because he was pumping out videos when we first started and oh my like god six years ago i was like when yeah. do we get information on star wars and i found i just found him because he was like the first yeah. thing that popped up yeah. And I was like, is he what he's like? This can't be real. Like, at first, like, this is six years ago, right? Like, what is it? Like, no way. And then this guy's like, about it, yeah, and like, this is like nonsense. He goes, Well, I have a friend in the industry. I'm like, There's no way. No. And then it turned out there was no way. But good. But look, he's he, 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 he like, he did it for a long time. That he, might he must have put in, he must have put work yeah. into that. A lot of work. That's the thing. Like, coming up with those lies is like, yeah. that's tiring, you know? Yeah. We did a couple. When we first started YouTube, we did a couple bogus videos just for fun, like theory videos. Yeah. It was tough. It was a lot of work. And we said, we don't like this. So we stopped and we just did mm. podcasts because it's more fun. But let's go into uh, The Rise of Skywalker now. Okay. You, so you're underwhelmed. We'll say underwhelmed by The Last Jedi. Is that fair? Yeah. Like, That's a good so, word to use. Yeah, you're underwhelmed by it. Does that hurt you going into Rise of Skywalker at all? You hear J.J. Abrams was back. What's your thoughts going into that movie? Um, thoughts going in? Well, I mean, the thoughts going in were how are they going to get around what was previously done a little bit? Um, what what are they going to do? Because Snoke was a big thing, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's not there. And it's like, I thought initially he was going to be the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Snoke thing, I was a little bit like, mm, what are they, how are they going to explain that? Um are they going to explain that? Are they just going to not do anything about it and just say, you know, well, that was what it was. Um, but they're going to have to do something about that. And now who's the baddie? Because Kylo Ren's the lead baddie in a way, but he's also, you know, he's he's the Unstable. one that's going to be 
redeemed essentially like which most people probably thought way eventually he's gonna he's gonna be redeemed right so there's got to be some kind of ultimate baddie in it uh not knowing before the trailer dropped that you know palpatine was going to come back so i was a little bit apprehensive about it but you know quite looking forward to it I, i did think it was weird initially that they used that they went sort of so far out of their way to use three separate directors to me, like if you're telling a story in three parts, you want to keep some kind of continuity into it. But you know, uh, and then the other guy got fired, didn't he? It was uh, yeah. Colin something or other? Trevorrow, yeah. Yeah, uh, and they went back to JJ, and I thought, well, you know, at least like they've got the beginning and the end is going to be similar. I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the middle bit's just going to be like a dream, like a whatever. Um, so yeah, no, I was I was pretty excited, and once the trailer dropped for the Rise of Skywalker, I was actually really excited. I thought that was, um, I mean, I like a lot of people don't like it, but I thought the backflip was amazing. <laughs> I thought like if you're going to do a backflip, do it with a lightsaber cutting a Tie Fighter in half. Like it looked great, uh, the trailer, and then you had Palpatine's voice at the end, which was I didn't really like, but. Um, because I kind of thought that almost negates the sort of original trilogy, the whole point of the movie. But I thought, well, you know, I mean, they've done weird things with Star Wars, so this is just kind of another thing they're going to do, um, which is fine, you know. So I, I was I was quite excited actually to to see the movie and how that how it was all going to play out. And you saw it opening night this time. I did see opening night, yeah, yeah. And your, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I actually remember coming out of the cinema after the Rise of Skywalker, thinking like. I really enjoyed that. I really, really enjoyed the, not so much the story, because there was things in it I didn't like, but the actual overall feeling I had was quite positive. I think it was. It was I was kind of like, well, that was quite fun. You know, it was. I, I really, I quite enjoyed it, and a few, some of the things got cleared up. You know, and I was, I was actually quite. Um, Quite positive, I think. I think I must have. I think I emailed you. I think straight after I saw it because I saw it a little yeah. bit before you, and I was like, "It's actually pretty good." Like I really enjoyed it. Because of the time difference, you got to see it much. Before yeah, me, like twelve hours before you or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, not I, to I actually, brag. No, not to brag. No, but like, <laughs> and I was like, I was, you know, and there was a. I actually, I think the Rise of Skywalker. I, I, I came out of the cinema thinking, oh, that's pretty good. Like it was, it was probably the for me at the time, it was probably the best one out of the three. It's still my favorite of the three prequels, and people yeah. hate on me for that, and I don't care. I, it does have. I, there are a lot of problems. I have a lot of problems. Yeah, with. there's a lot of problems. I, in it, yeah, there are. And at I, the time, I was I like, "This is pretty good." It was quick. It was fun. Yeah, it was quick. It was it, fun. It tied into yeah. the Mandalorian, which came out like a minute before that. You know, like, like yeah. with the Yoda, baby Yoda. Like, it was. Yeah. It was. It was fun. But it and it, 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 it. The one thing it did for me is it. It had like a purpose, which I felt like. The sequels hadn't had yeah. until that point. Not that I even agreed with its purpose so much. Yeah, and it, no, kind of, so. and it annoyed me because right away after the Force Awakens came out, Andrew was like, "I think Ray is a Palpatine," and I'm like, "I think you're crazy." And then six yeah. years, two, three years later, I'm like, "Oh, you're right." Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone. Yeah, there, there, there was a few things that I was kind of like, well, "What? What have you done here? Like, what? What is going on here? Like the, you know." when Finn falls into the sand and there's that whole moment of like, I've got to tell you something. And it's like, there's nothing in the entire <laughs> movie that resolves that. I'm like, which I, even the first time I watched it, I was like, what's, 
what is that about? Yeah. Um, but you know, like maybe it was something that they filmed and then they just cut it out and thought, "Oh no, right. <laughs> that's one of those JJ things." That in the for- one of the things that I can't yeah. stand in the Force Awakens yeah. is who's the girl, and it cu- and it cuts to Han, mm. and he has this mischievous look, and mm. then it cuts to Ray, and then there's never an answer. There's never it's an like, answer. Yeah. And then and then Ryan Johnson's like, I don't really care about that yeah. question. Yeah. I was like, somebody answer this question. Who's the girl? And I think that really showed the disconnect between Abrams and, and Johnson. Yeah. Clearly, Abrams thought there was something to her. And Ryan Johnson's like, Yeah, she's more interesting as a nobody. Like there was definitely a disconnect between them there. I think that was and the problem. Then, if 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 JJ had done that entire trilogy, I think it would have been a completely different story. Or if, you know, Ryan Johnson done the entire trilogy. It might have been different, think, but it was, it was just weird that they wanted to get three really different directors yeah, to do it. With yeah. no continuity, like with no nothing. one saying like this was the arc. Like this is the story. Yeah. This is the story we want. And like do what you want with it, but stay within these kind of Ex- Yeah. It was very strange. It's the weirdest decision. Okay, but I think they on. were almost learning on the job, Disney. I think they were too. And I think yeah. honestly, we're going to talk about the Disney shows now. Yeah. Before as we as we wrap it up, but because I think now, like Disney, people like to say Disney Star Wars, and people like to say it's not Disney Star Wars, it's Star Wars. And it the reality is, it, but, but it is Disney Star Wars, the it Disney is, yeah. era of Star Wars, right? And I think yeah. in that era, and I, I agree that it is just Star Wars, but it's also Disney Star Wars. It's, you're both right. But I think in the era, I think Disney, like you said, was learning on the job, and I think now they've yeah. kind of figured it out. I think they figured out what their Star Wars is, which is different from George Lucas's Star Wars. And I think they figured kind of what theirs is, maybe not theatrically, but on the shows. So let's talk about Mandalorian now, the first taste of Disney on of Star Wars on TV. What were your thoughts going into Mandalorian? Were you excited? Were you apprehensive? How did you feel? Well, if you if you remember, uh, I was kind of like, why does everybody else in the world get to know watch this and I don't? <laughs> Um, because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have access to Disney Plus, so I had to illegally download. Well, I had to download it, well, illegally, I guess, right? Um, and watch it on an iPad, which wasn't the greatest thing to do. Um, but almost from the outset, it was kind of like, yeah, this is good. Like this is this is this is kind of. Um, this is storytelling, which I did miss. I think I thought that the, the sequels missed the storytelling element of George Lucas, not necessarily for, you know, any thing that they wanted to do purposely. But I think if you're a natural storyteller, you can tell stories. And Lucas had that. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, Favreau and Filoni have, have got that. Um that sort of storytelling element and it just seemed to be like, yeah, you get it. They get it. They get the world. They get the, I don't want to say they get the fans because like they need to make their own styles. Right. And, but they, they get the world that it's set in and they, they understand, um, Star Wars, I think. Is it horrible to say that they are this sort of under? They get Star Wars. I don't think um, it's been lacking for a while. And then they came along, and I thought it was really good storytelling. And I thought they brought the elements of Star Wars that were great. They brought back into it. Um, yeah. What about second season? Do you have the same feeling? 
Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I, I, I thought um, the the only thing that I didn't like about the Mandalorian was the was the filler episodes. I thought there was quite a lot of episodes that were kind of like didn't really do anything. There was no through line to the story. Um, but yeah, I, I, I generally enjoyed pretty much all of the Mandalorian. Yeah, I liked it. Um, obviously, they made an absolute cash cow with Baby Yoda, which was... Oh, a, my gosh. Oh yeah, my I want God. Could you imagine Yoda. if you're the guy who's gone, I'll tell you what, this Yoda guy, let's make a baby one and make it cute. Like, oh, my That's the thing. They he made him cute. Rise. They made him cute and, what like, your... yeah, unbelievable. What was your first thought on Baby Yoda when you first saw him? Loved it. Were you? I did thought... you know? Did you know that it no, was no? I didn't know. No, you were because no, no, I'm, I'm asking because you had to watch it later and you had to like legally. Uh, yeah, but I, I, yeah, I, I kind of got it two or three days, like once it once there was a decent stream available. But I'd yeah. made a point of not watching it, um, or going on online. You know, people um, were good back then, though. With the first people season, good, people were yeah. pretty good with not spoiling it. Yeah. Now it's brutal, but back then people were pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, like, what an unbelievable idea from somebody who's somebody somebody's sat in a room somewhere and gone and drawn a sketch or whatever and gone, essentially, baby Yoda. <laughs> and, and you got to think like, that Kathleen Kennedy who oh just my got God. fired. That she, did she get like, fired? Did she? She's just right now. Yeah. <laughs> really? No. Just okay. I, I didn't know. No, that. no, Kathleen. You got to think that it was an immediate green light, right? She like gets the script. Oh, baby Yoda, yeah. here's your check. Make yeah, movie. I mean the merchandise, like I, forget about it. But they held off on it for a year. That's yeah. what's even more remarkable. That's great. That's off. a great thing it to do. Yeah, yeah, of course it, it paid it paid yeah. off in the yeah. long run. What did you? No, make I did enjoy it. I, I did enjoy it, Mandrel. I thought it was a great series. It wasn't my favorite, but I, 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 I um, I did enjoy it. Yeah, it was a good entry into yeah. what Star Wars could be on television. Yeah. What about Book of Boba Fett? Um. Not so much. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, I, I, st I struggled a little bit, like trying to take him seriously uh, as a as a leading actor. I thought it was a, it was kind of like the differences between the Return of the Jedi Boba Fett and him were massive, <laughs> like yeah. in size as well as kind yeah, of yeah. like. You know, I, I did think it was an an odd thing to sort of, you know, I, I to be honest, when when Boba Fett came back in the Mandal was it the Mandalorian yep. series? In, yeah. One yeah. was it or two? I can't remember. Uh, two, technically two. Two, uh, and um, I'd always hoped that Boba Fett was in the Sarlacc pit forever. Yeah, I was. And too. he came back, and he walked into the sunset. Well, he kind of looked out, didn't he? Looked out to the sun at the end of one of the episodes, at the, and it was kind of. Just turned to the camera, I think. That was the first introduction yeah. of Boba Fett. Yep. And I thought, I thought, if that's all we get, I'm happy knowing that that story of him getting out of the sight pit is out there somewhere. I didn't really need uh, the entire storyline played out, to be honest. Um, but, you know, we got it and it was good. It was all right. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I, I, I really liked it. I, I've been... I think Obi, um, Ewan McGregor, for me, is he's almost like my Obi-Wan Kenobi. Although, yeah, you know, I mean, he's playing a like he is, he is, 
you know, you know, Alec Guinness is there as as Obi Wan Kenobi, but he feels to me just as just as Obi Wan as Alec Guinness does. Well, he's and, been um, Obi Wan more. Yeah, he oh for sure <laughs> more. more. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But like he just he he feels that like he he ticks all the boxes for me with 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 that. And um, I thought it was a good series. Yeah, I thought it was good. And, and one, I think one of the scariest scenes in Star Wars that I've ever seen is when. I don't know if it's the third or fourth episode um, when they're in that town and, and Vader comes through and he's looking for him and he's almost chasing him, but he's walking slowly and he's, and I thought like I would be really scared now if I was yeah. him, it was a really almost haunting scene where he was like, I don't know what to do. And this is his old adversaries come back, mm-hmm. but he's now a complete monster and the music I thought was fantastic in that. And I thought the way that he that he was walking slowly, getting closer and closer to him, I felt like that was probably the scariest Star Wars I've ever seen. I my only problem with the Obi-Wan Kenobi show was Vader just kept letting people get away. <laughs> I was like, just end it. Yeah. Well, that's almost like in Rogue One when you think when he's walking through at the bit at the end and he's hacking people down. Yeah. He's almost waiting and going, well, you hang up there. Yeah, I know. He's toying with them. And you doing that. And you think, you know, the Death Star plans are literally five meters away. You could just do a force rush to get them and just whatever. Yeah. And that's it. But, yeah. that's Can't nitpick on everything. (laughs) I I love Obi-Wan's Kenobi is a series that is growing on me. My problem with it is I feel like it still would have been more effective as a movie. That's yeah, it could, and it could have been done because Ewan McGregor is yeah. a, a proper yeah, exactly. And that's movie that's actor, my one. Every really, time yeah. I watch, I'm like, yeah, like there's things I'm like that would be better in a movie just because they can. TV shows have more time, but movies flesh little things out more, and they like yeah. you. So that that's that's my yeah, biggest thing. But uh, it, it's a. I, mean, I enjoyed so it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. No, it's it, it it was really good. I'm just like, if Solo didn't bomb, which is your favorite Star Wars movie, if Solo didn't bomb. I didn't you mind know, it. It's all right. I, I, I like Solo quite a bit. I think Solo I quite looked... like what's his name is Solo. I think like bring yeah, him, like... bring that guy back, right? He's get he's almost Harrison Ford's age. He's so <laughs> good. Like, he's I so know. good. He's so good. Well, let's yeah. go on to the to the Disney era Han Solo, which is Cassian yeah. Andor. This series comes out and love it. Criticism, it's nothing like Star Wars, and people love say it. it's the best written Star Wars, and you clearly love it. It is it. It is the best Disney Star Wars. I said it's well. I think I said the other day it's the best Disney Star Wars since Rogue One. I think it's may it's it's probably it's not you know it's not as in your face action and all that kind of stuff, right? And there's no lightsabers, right? Whatever, or pop from the ones that were on the ship, which was weird, but yeah, Yeah. Um, but it was still cool though. Yeah, which is Star Wars. Yeah, but I think. It's a slow burn, and if you don't have as much patience with programs, which is difficult to come by these days, like mm-hmm. having patience with a movie or having patience with a series, some people yep. don't like that. They want everything, every episode, boom, right? Boom, but this, yep. this is – there's no filler. I didn't find there was many filler episodes. It, it's, it's a constant story, but it's a lot slower paced. But I found that the – the story kept me really engaged the entire series. There wasn't a 
a scene where I was like, well, that doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Not really. And I thought that was great. The fact that somebody's written this and they've, it might have been a couple of episodes too long if you're being really critical, like, but I thought that the the story felt like it was an actual story that people were telling. Um, I compared it the other day to E.T., actually. Because, <laughs> like, having watched E.T. as a kid, all I remember is the guy riding the, riding the bike yeah, and yeah, flying, yeah. right? But if you watch the first hour of E.T. or The Goonies, right, it's story. Yep. There's not much action in those movies. It's like... Do you remember the action? Do you remember the action? But also, you remember the, how good those stories felt because mm-hmm. there was a purpose to what they were doing. Yes. And there was... It was like... Well, we're going to spend half an hour in the loft sifting through my dad's old stuff. <laughs> but behind this is a an act. There's a meaning to it. There's a story to it. There's everything in the scenes mean things, and it doesn't all have to be like crash bang, you know. And I thought that Andor did that really well. I thought it it played it out slowly, but it had meaning behind it, and I felt kind of engaged in that story, you know, quite a lot. So, so it's, that's, to me, it's the best the best series it's been on, and that, that's why I say that uh, Andor is why I love Star Wars. Mando yeah. is why I remember Star Wars. It's like yeah, those are oh yeah. For, I mean that Luke Skywalker moment in 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 Mandalorian yeah. is like when the X wing comes through and you're like, oh my god, like yeah, I've watched that scene, I've watched that scene a hundred times, <laughs> but that episode I've probably watched four times. Yeah, but it's the same. Yeah, watch the end. Andor, I think, is brilliant. So what what do you make? Bef- we'll wrap it up now. Future of Star Wars. We don't know what's happening in the theaters. We know we're getting Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, uh, some more Bad Batch, which I know you're into the like, animated stuff, so be watching that opening night. Um, but we're getting... Yeah. What else are we getting? Andor Season 2, which started shooting now. Yeah. How do you feel about the future of Star Wars? Are you confident that, we're gonna, that it's going to keep improving, or are we getting too much too soon? Um... I think as long as you get the right people, we'll be fine. I think Filoni and Favreau seem to be seem to have their finger on the pulse quite well. Um, for me, it's going to be a little bit different because I don't really watch the animated stuff, so I'm going to get less because I'm not going to watch the Bad Batch probably. I haven't seen the first series. Um, I'll watch Ahsoka because it's like that's live action, isn't it? Yep. Uh, so I'll watch that. Um, there is a movie coming out. Who I can't remember. There was some news the other day, like somebody's making a movie or something. Uh, there's room. There's rumors that one's going into production soon, and Sean Levy, Levy, he's tapped to do one, but he's doing yeah. Deadpool three still. So I don't. Uh, okay, we're still waiting for the Ron Johnson trilogy. He's apparently he's saying that's still yeah. he's still thinking about it, but he's no, got to do not, his third. He has no, to do that, his third Knives Out movie. That's I wouldn't have told him. I wouldn't have told him. Yeah, but um. I'd love to see Andor 2, which is obviously it's already going to be done, I think. Um, I think we're pretty in safe hands, really. I, I, I don't really... As long as they keep going... I, I think the prequels... Uh, sorry, the sequels, for me, were kind of like Disney got it, and they were like, well, we need to do something now. And mm-hmm. it was it felt rushed, and it felt like we kind of learned... Like I said before, like learning on the job. And I don't think they had enough Star Wars people in it to to really succeed that well. And um, I think they've got that now. I think Filoni and Favreau are pretty good. And even if they don't do everything, like they're going to 
pick the right people to do the right things, I think. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic. I've got to be optimistic. Um, what really. more can you ask for? One more question before I let yeah. you go. What planet do you think, because I know you're a big wine guy, what yeah. planet do you think would produce the best wine? And who, what character do you think would have the best appreciation of a fine wine? Oh, goodness me. What would produce the best wine? Well, it couldn't be Tatooine because it's far too hot. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was? It though? couldn't be hot because it's far too cold. Um, possibly Endor might be all right. Oh, Endor. As long as okay. it gets like Endor. Naboo? Mm, Naboo. Yeah, Half of Naboo is Italy anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> is that where it is? Is that, is that where it's set? Yeah. Yeah. How about um... Kashyyyk, maybe? <laughs> Because she could, yeah, that's all. Yeah, and who's got the? I don't know who's got the finest taste in wine in in Star Wars lore. Hux. Hux no, no way. He's a Hux shandy get, drinker. We yeah. drink a shandy. No go. chance. Yeah, Yoda would be on mead. He'd have some yeah. kind of mead. Yeah, yeah. Luke doesn't drink. No, he's too dedicated. Uh, Watto, possibly. Really, Watto? Yeah, he'd have because he'd have he'd have a couple of really old bottles, wouldn't he? Like vintage bottles that'd be selling off. Yeah, Watto be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I love it. Watto, <laughs> yeah. it is. I love Watto. I'm gonna go. Endor, Endor would be good for wine. Endor. Got, see, got... I think uh, fine yeah. wine drinker. I, I think I would go with probably like a Mon Mothma's husband. Yeah. He would, yeah. No, he would probably not. He'd pretend. He'd fake it. He'd pretend yeah. that he liked a nice fine wine. But really, it would probably be like, um, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. The question for another day. Saw Guerrero likes the finest wines yeah. you can think of. That was a good planet, actually. Where, um, what's his name? Uh, Eric's? No, no, no. Like where um, Thingy lived. Um, <laughs> thingy. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? Um, Urso, Galen Urso, that planet. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been a kind of, yeah, yeah moisture yeah. That would have been a good planet. Yeah, he had He looked quite Italian as well, so he might have. He been. looked like he would like some wine too. Yeah, yeah you're right. He, he, likes, he, looks, he like, likes a good wine. Yeah. Like All right, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Atlantic Club. Phil, thanks so much for joining us. Is there anything you want to plug? Do you have anything to plug other than nah. England's recent win in the World Cup? Yeah, uh, come on, England. <laughs> We got Wales. Well, by the time this goes out, we haven't got Wales tomorrow, but we have no. got Wales tomorrow at the moment. <laughs> and uh, I should be watching. You know, we might win, we might lose. Gotta stay <laughs> positive. Apart from that, no, yeah, gotta stay positive, isn't you? Yeah, yeah. All right, thank you so much for watching, everybody. Thank you so much. Give us a like and a subscribe. And until next time, may the force of others be with you. Scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.